The following is a presentation of the Premier Dance Network. Hi everyone, Kimberly Falker here, the founder and CEO of Premier Dance Network. As the founder, I not only edit and produce each show, but I promote, market, and work directly with each host to put together top quality content for you each week. Right now, I produce eight shows and will be growing to ten within the next month. And many of you reach, have reached out to me to let me know how much you've been enjoying each of the shows. My goal is to continue to provide unique and valuable content and continue to grow the network to be a premier resource for all things dance. So first of all, thank you for reaching out to me, but I also want to talk to you about a great way for you to show your support for the eight shows on the network. It's super easy. You can pledge as little as $2 a month, and by doing this, you can become an official Premier Dance Network donor. And with each level you pledge, you'll receive a reward from me as my way of saying thank you. You can find the link right on the homepage. So if you are a fan of this show and believe in the value of growing a podcast network for dance, please consider showing your support. A little goes a long way. Just head over to premierdancenetwork.com and it's right there on the homepage. So again, thank you for considering your support. And let's get started with Barry in today's episode of Pod Chats. Hello and welcome back. Thanks for coming to chat. I am your host, Barry Corliss, and you are listening to Pop to Chat, Talking Dance on the Premier Dance Network. In this weekly podcast, I candidly offer educational conversations and thoughtful analysis on all things dance. With my vast background as a director, choreographer, instructor, and dancer, I'm happy to share my 14 plus years of experience with you, whether you're a professional dancer or just listening in for an insider's look into our fascinating art form. So put your earbuds in, grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and let's talk dance. Today I am broadcasting to you from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. It's the only day this week that I can actually produce a podcast, so I wanted to make sure that you guys keep on getting some great content weekly. Don't want to miss one week. Uh, Yesterday I got to experience a dream come true. I began working at Steps on Broadway in New York City as a guest teacher, and I taught two ballet classes, uh, an intermediate level class and an advanced intermediate level class. I had over 30 students between my two classes, and the people in the classes ranged from aspiring students to professional dancers. And I just couldn't be more pleased or, or happy with my response to the classes. Um, I'll be teaching my advanced intermediate ballet class at Steps every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2.30pm through August 5th, and I was thinking I would do a little something special for any of my listeners that are uh, in the New York area or that maybe will be visiting the New York area through these dates. Uh, So for each week that I'm going to be teaching at Steps, I will offer one complimentary class to any of my listeners that are at an advanced intermediate level or higher. So if you send me a message via my website contact page, uh, you can tell me your name, your age, your skill level, and the dates that you might be interested in taking class. And I'll be giving away access to take one of my classes for free to one of my listeners. And I'll do that once per week that I'm teaching. It'll be on a first-come, first-served basis, 
Uh, it'll be limited to one class per listener, so if you get your one class, you can't get more than that. <laughs> but I just wanted to do something for you guys, because I really appreciate that you keep on coming back week after week to to listen to to everything that I have to share. So, if you're in the New York City area between now and August 5th, go to my website. It's www.barrycorollis.com. That's www.barrycorollis.com. Send me a message, send me that information, and the first answer to make a request can join me for, for class each week. And like I said, all dancers must provide proof that they're at an appropriate level to attend these classes. So just share a little bit of information with me so that we can make sure that uh, we don't have any beginner students taking a, a more advanced class. I'm really looking forward to seeing some of you in my classes, so be sure to take advantage of this opportunity. All right? Okay, so now that that's done, let's talk dance. In this week's episode, I wanted to offer you guys something a little bit different than uh, what I've done in the past. Podichat is starting to become a great go-to resource for tons of information on dance. When we have a conversation on any topic, I'm offering you my thoughts and advice on things just based off of my vast background, my direct experiences, and... uh, any additional uh, personal research that I've done on my own. So this week I want to offer you a pathway to perform your own research so that you don't always feel like you have to rely only on the information that I'm giving you. So you can develop your own opinions, you can develop your own tastes, and you can become the next expert at anything dance. So today I'm going to be offering you eight websites that you can log onto in order to perform your own research, to learn about our art form, to get interactive in conversation with other dance enthusiasts, read reviews, connect with dance organizations, or anything else that's not included in that long list. Uh, Nobody becomes an expert on anything, whether they're in the studio or sitting behind a desk without immersing themselves in the subject that they're passionate about. So I'm going to offer you these eight suggestions uh, that I regularly access uh, to help complete your need for all things dance and to uh, just give you a pathway to really start finding information about the things that really interest you. So the first website on my list is it's it's pretty obvious. <laughs> if I didn't include this on this list, I think that you'd probably have some legitimate questions about the validity of these podcasts. So, the first website is YouTube. <laughs> That's youtube.com if you haven't heard of it, but I would be completely shocked if you didn't know what YouTube was. Um, this is a, a really accessible website that provides videos. Uh, it's essentially a social media platform uh, for video sharing. Um, and the great thing about YouTube, and also one of the bad things about YouTube, is that anybody can post a video. Your, my, my, uh, <laughs> my nephew, he's, he's nine years old, and I actually went, I went out to the suburbs at my sister's house to give my niece uh, a private ballet lesson because she's really interested in dancing. And my nephew came running up to me, and he goes, look what I just posted on YouTube. And it was a video of him uh, teaching people how to do card tricks. (laughs) So 
anybody can post from professional companies all the way down to my nine-year-old nephew. Um, but yeah, this, so this is a video sharing website, um, and it, there are tons and tons and tons and tons of videos of dance that people have posted and organizations have posted. Um, and the really great thing about YouTube is it provides access to these these videos that I didn't have as a kid because dance is a visual art and it's best learned by watching one another. And when I was a kid, not that I'm dating myself too much, I'm only 32, so I'm not too ashamed of it, <laughs> but I used to have to watch a VHS if I wanted to, to watch dance, and there wasn't really that much access uh, to these VHSs. If you went to the library, you were lucky if they had a few, if you weren't in a big city, a few movie, a dan dance movies or like Royal Ballet, Sleeping Beauty, I remember watching as a kid. Um, so there wasn't a lot of access unless you were involved in a school that had a library, or unless you had a teacher that had a lot of videos. So today, YouTube provides access to videos of all types of dance. Um, it's such a valuable tool. I think that any aspiring dancer should constantly be on YouTube. Um, when I teach, I actually constantly tell my kids that they need to be going on YouTube and I, I'll, I'll tell them to find the things that they want, but then I'll, almost every every class or every other class, I'll offer them a suggestion of a company to look at or a, a dancer to watch. Uh, the quality on YouTube can range from beautiful, amazing dancing to improper or dangerous techniques. So you just need to be aware that there is no uh, way to verify the actual quality of the video that you're watching. Um, so just be wary, and if you're not quite sure if the content is great, maybe show the videos to your teachers or somebody that you know and respect that uh, understands dance. Uh, if you're really looking for some great quality content on YouTube, be sure to, stand, to search your favorite dance company. Um, and if you don't know any dance companies, I will give you another site to look at uh, further down this list. Um, but yeah, usually professional companies provide some of the best content because they have the, the funding to uh, put on amazing productions and then to have uh, really quality people film and edit and put together and upload onto YouTube. If you're looking for great choreography, you can type in the name of a choreographer. If you are looking for a great dancer, you can type in the name of that dancer. And if you don't know any anything to type in, or if you're not sure of the quality and you don't have access to somebody, you can always check out dance periodicals and uh, search for the dancers and the choreographers and the companies that are listed in those periodicals. Uh, we'll talk more about this later down the list, uh, but these periodicals are a great starting point because reading these magazines is really like reading uh, a who's who of the dance world. Um, so there are many ways to help... Uh, streamline your search on YouTube to find the best content. So moving on from there, there is a website called Ballet Talk. It's balletalert.envisionzone, I-N-V-I-S-I-O-N zone.com. Again, that's balletalert.envisionzone.com. Um, and <laughs> some of my listeners who already know what this website is, they might roll their eyes when they hear it, but really, it is such a great resource uh, for anybody that's interested in dance, not just dancers. 
It's an online forum for dance enthusiasts, <laughs> and it provides an interactive platform for people to talk about companies, dancers, um, and so much more. There are sections in the forums that actually provide professional reviews of companies, so if you're curious about a production but you ha haven't bought tickets yet because you wanted to see what the production was about or the quality of the production, you can find those professional re reviews there. And they also, uh, every day, provide really valuable links to articles on all happenings in the dance world. And that's all over, not just nationally. There are international forums and, and more. Additionally, you can find personal reviews uh, from ballet fans um, and you can interact with those people. Um, there are people constantly writing assessments of dance companies and their dancers. And there are also really interesting conversations on many different topics in our dance world. The only thing with this website that I will forewarn you, and this is why I said that people that know what this is might be rolling their eyes, is I just advise you to be really weary. Uh, weary? To be very wary. I think it's wary. <laughs> but make sure that you're wary when you're visiting these boards. Because while they're full of valuable information and can connect you with a huge network of dance lovers, um, this board is also known for an overwhelming amount of snark and judgment and just downright negativity. Um, I've seen some people say some really horrible things about dancers on this website. And the thing that a lot of these people don't know is that almost all the dancers that I know, they don't, we, we don't interact on this forum, but a lot of us read it and it gets back to the people. And while it may feel like you're just commenting on something you saw, um, you could really be affecting, or they could really be affecting how a dancer feels about themselves physically or how they feel about how they danced. So just take that warning. There's a lot of snark on there. So just be sure to choose wisely and try to stay out of any conversation that goes from passionate to negative or destructive. I think that's really good advice for life, but especially on ballet talk. Okay, next on this list, we have Ballet Talk for Dancers, which is just another version of the former Ballet Talk that we just talked about. Um, this website is dancers.envisionzone.com, so it's a branch of Ballet Talk. It's in the exact same format as, as Ballet Talk is. Um, just the difference between the two sites is that this is a form for young aspiring dancers and their parents. I remember when I was a kid, I used to access this all the time. Um, I mean, I, I grew up in an age where the internet was just becoming popular, so this wasn't, uh, there, there was less information out there. Um, and when I found this site, it, it was greatly helpful in helping me make certain decisions in my, uh, my training. Uh, you can find valuable information on schools here and summer programs and a lot more. And just like Ballet Talk, it is an interactive forum. So uh, you don't just read information, you're actually having a conversation with a lot of times people that even attend the school or people that have attended the school, uh, things like that. It's really a great resource for young dancers who live in more rural areas uh, who may not have access to these schools directly. Um, or to these companies in bigger cities. It can also help you make a determination on uh, which programs you'll be attending. So if you have more than 
uh, one offer and you need information about certain programs beyond calling up the school, you can ask the questions that you have here and then you can get answers and uh, make an informed decision. Uh, next on my list is, uh, it will help you with YouTube. When I was talking earlier, I, I mentioned that uh, maybe you don't know any companies to look up. So this is going to help you with that. The This site is balletcompanies.com. Um, and that's company, C-O-M-P-A-N-I-E-S, the plural, <laughs> not the possessive. Uh, but yeah, balletcompanies.com. And this is really just a massive list of companies across the country and the world. It's not, it, it doesn't necessarily provide lots of information. Um, like if I put in uh, Joffrey Ballet, it's not going, or if I want to find the Joffrey Ballet, if I go to the state of Illinois, it'll show me Joffrey or Joffrey Ballet and then provide a link to the website for Joffrey, um, but it's not going to give you any information about the, com the companies. It's really just a compilation of links to every company. So if you want to know what companies are in your state because you're, you, you need more information about those companies or you want to know where to train or you want to see performances, you can find it there. Or if you're interested in going on an international vacation and you want to see an amazing company in, say, I don't know, Germany perform, you can find, you can click on Germany and it'll show you all the companies in Germany. So if you really want to see how vast the dance world is, you can go there and you can uh, use it almost as a middleman to find all the companies uh, that you're looking for. Alrighty, moving on. Let's go to uh, let's do Dance USA next. So Dance USA is uh, can be found at danceusa.org, um, and it is really an umbrella organization that provides resources and information for dance companies, dancers, choreographers, and uh, dance and arts administrators across the country. Their mission is that they believe that the dance, that the dance, they believe that dance is essential to a healthy society, demonstrating the infinite possibilities for human expression and potential, and facilitating communication within and across cultures. Dance USA sustains and advances professional dance by addressing the needs, concerns, and interests of artists, administrators, and organizations. By providing national leadership and services, Dance USA enhances the infrastructure for dance creation and distri distribution, education, and dissemination of information. So, okay, I just read you their mission statement off of their website. But I thought that that was a great summation of what the organization does, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to <laughs> slaughter it. So, uh, really, it is it is an organization that just provides so much for uh, the dance world here in the United States. Um, it share, the, If you go on the website, it shares information uh, about companies and statistics about companies, including budget. In fact, one of the past podcasts that I did, it was uh, where I list the ranks, my, my own personal opinion of uh, the rankings of ballet companies across the country. I got a lot of information for that um, off of there. 
Um, they also connect dance organizations for collaboration, and they provide a lot of uh, many forums, live forums, uh, for discussion um, amongst administrators so that uh, we keep on moving forward and progressing in the dance world, either discussing issues in the dance world or helping companies find ways to get better funding or to reach out to audiences. They're constantly uh, providing programs to help better uh, what our, our dance world has to offer. They actually identified me uh, back in June as an influencer in social media, uh, which was really exciting for me. And uh, through that, they invited me out to their annual conference. They have a conference every year uh, where they invite uh, their members, their non-members, dance organizations, um, and all and their top administrators to attend. And it's, it's a a few days that everybody gets together and they sit in conferences and then and learn about different topics and discuss different topics and then uh, they have meet and greets so that you really have a chance to connect. So this organization was great. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't attend this year, but I'm really hoping that I can go next year. Beyond all this, uh, if you're looking for information on administrative jobs in the arts, uh, dancer auditions, or for funding opportunities for companies, like if you're looking for grants to put on work or to support different programs that you're doing, uh, they have a section on their website that has some really valuable information about all of that. Next on this list, <laughs> I can't help but laugh a little bit at this one, but you'll understand in a second why. Um, so next on this list is Life of a Freelance Dancer, and this is a, a blog at lifeofafreelancedancer.blogspot.com. Um, it's my blog, <laughs> so of course I'm going pl to plug my own blog on this list, but <laughs> I'm not just doing it out of shameless self-promotion. <laughs> Over four years ago, I found myself go from a gainfully employed company dancer to an injured, jobless artist. It was after it was after audition season. Nine months earlier, I had just moved my life 3,000 miles from Pacific Northwest Ballet in Seattle to Ballet X in Philadelphia. So I didn't want to pick up and move so quickly <laughs> uh, after I became injured. And I needed to find work immediately to pay my bills. I had no idea what I was doing, and there was practically no information about freelancing on the internet. So I developed this blog as a sort of journal of my activities. So for those of you that don't know what a, a freelance dancer is, um, when I danced at Pacific Northwest Ballet, I was contracted by the company. I was unionized. I was committed to the company for an entire year, from year to year to year. As a freelance artist, you may dance with uh well-known companies, but you are not a permanent dancer. So once you, your contract time is up, if it's a week, if it's three weeks, if it's two months, um, you are not employed with them anymore and you get to move on. But yeah, I developed this blog as a sort of journal of my activities. It has become the go-to information center for anybody who is interested in freelancing. In the more than 160 posts I've created, I share information ranging from my personal experiences while traveling the nation, housing, how to approach topics uh, appropriately with employers, all the way to filing your taxes as an independent contractor, how I find work, and how I cope with being a self-employed dancer working for multiple, multiple employers. 
Through this blog, I have been recognized by Dance Magazine as an innovator using unique media to connect with audiences, which is actually responsible for me getting this podcast here. I've been listed among 49 geniuses who use blogging to promote their art on the wildly popular blog Boost Boost Blog Traffic. Um, And like I mentioned earlier, I was recently recognized by Dance USA as an influencer. So again, (laughs) I'm not recommending this only because it is my own personal blog, (laughs) but I'm I'm offering it to you uh, because it's a valuable resource for any dancer that finds themselves considering freelancing or for anyone who may be navigating the tricky world of self-guiding their own career, even outside of the dance world. Alright, the seventh website on my list is Network Dance, and it's at networkdance.com. And this is a great site that provides a lot of audition information for companies and gigs around the world. Um, there are a few sites that you can go to that provide certain information. Like if you go to, I think it's actorsequity.org, you can find information about uh, musical theater auditions from Broadway to uh, smaller theaters across the country. Um, and for unionized auditions to open auditions. Um, but that doesn't, it's not all-inclusive. It's a very specific uh, area of the dance world. Um, or if you go to uh, pointmagazine.com, they have an audition section, but those are only going to be auditions for ballet companies or similar types of companies like that. So networkdance.com, it's, uh, it just provides information for all types of auditions. It's pretty all-inclusive. Um, sometimes when you're using it, it feels kind of like a social media site, uh, but it doesn't really provide the same type of, like, interactive connecting platform that, uh, social media sites like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram provide. You can set up your own profile and provide updates about what you're doing, uh, for the rare employer that may actually peruse the website looking for dancers. But really, this is more about you finding information, not about people finding you. Um, there's also an area that, uh, you can post videos or that videos are posted so you can see dance, but I haven't done enough research to really tell you about that. Um, but really, like I said, this is most valuable as a resource for access to information about auditions that are coming up. So check that out. And moving on to our last website, um, and this is kind of... (laughs) I kind of lied. So it's not just eight websites. This is all inclusive. I just put all dance periodical websites in my notes. <laughs> so if you can, if you can go online and you can access uh, any of these uh, dance periodicals, Dance Magazine, uh, Dance Spirit, Point Magazine, Dance Teacher Magazine, Dance Europe Magazine, Dance International. I'm sure I'm missing a few out there. So, no angry calls from any magazines that I forgot. <laughs> but m- most, of these are, most of these sites have some really great information on them. Um, like I said before, magazines and periodicals are generally going to be like a who's who of what's happening. So, if you're looking for information about dancers or chore- choreographers or companies and you don't know where to go to find a, a valid source for this information, these places are going to have it. The only thing about the websites is they're often going to have information, uh, like some little teasers for current information, um, but more access to 
older information from past issues. You're most likely going to need to have a subscription to access the most in-depth and the most current information. But it is still these these sites uh, for these periodicals are still really good resources for anything from information to articles to blogs to job postings and more. So don't be afraid to click on them, and also a lot of them have started to add a lot more uh, video to their websites. There are hundreds of thousands of websites that can provide you with information on anything from professional dance to college dance to recreational dance and beyond. So don't be afraid to Google anything that you're curious about. But just be aware that there is a wealth of great information on the internet, but at the same time, there is also a great deal of poor quality and incorrect information floating around the web. Use your best judgment when you're looking for information, especially on proper training and technique, because if you get the wrong information about a performance, oh, it's sad you missed the performance. If you're getting improper information about training and technique, that's your physical body, and you could be doing damage to yourself. So just be sure um, that if you if you're looking for information on training and technique that you're doing a lot of research that you're looking for uh, people that you know to provide assistance and if you don't really send out your feelers to companies and schools to make sure that uh, what they're providing to you is appropriate and proper I've provided this list of information to get you started on your way to researching whatever your heart desires uh, and don't forget, there's also a lot of great information on all of my sister podcasts that are being run here on the Premier Dance Network. If you got to Pod Chat via iTunes or didn't get to my podcast via our homepage, you can check out the other podcasts on premierdancenetwork.com, and that's P-R-E-M-I-E-R dancenetwork.com. There's no E at the end of Premier. Uh... But there are several more podcasts, and they feature artists and choreographers from the foremost dance companies in the country. We have, uh, just to name a few, we have James Whiteside, from a principal with American Ballet Theater, and Lauren Fadley, who just left a principal position with Pennsylvania Ballet over to, just went down to a solo's position at Miami City Ballet. And there's former soloist uh, and YouTube personality, Catherine Morgan, and there are more people being added all the time. Uh, so there's really a lot of great information coming out from here. I guess we might be able to add that to my number nine in my website list, but wasn't planning on that. So this feels like a good place to sum up this week's podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening in and talking dance with me. Remember, if there are any topics you would like to hear me talk about, or if you would uh, like any additional information on any of my previous podcasts, please feel free to reach out to me via my website contact page at www.barrycorollis.com. Again, that's www.barrycorollis.com. You can also reach out to me on there if you'd like to become a sponsor for our podcasts, to book master classes in ballet or contemporary technique, for choreography or speaking engagements. If you enjoyed this chat, please feel free to share, rate, and review our podcast on iTunes. Every bit of extra visibility helps keep these podcasts running. If you want to connect with me to see where I'm choreographing, teaching, and what I'm doing in my everyday life, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram where my name is B. Carolus, or Twitter at Bariscos. Also be sure to subscribe to my blog that was listed earlier in this podcast, Life of a Freelance Dancer. 
I also have two YouTube channels, Beat Corollas featuring my choreography and Choreography featuring my choreographic web series that tells the life-defining stories of professional dancers through revealing interviews and choreography. Thanks for listening to Pod to Chat. I hope you return next Friday to talk dance with me. And remember to go out and support your local dance scene. Thank you.